Democrats lost the House they'd controlled for all but four years since 1932. They lost the Senate they controlled for all but six of the previous 40 years. Not a single Republican incumbent lost a congressional or gubernatorial race. We are now projecting officially that Democrats win control of the House. This has been a kind of a foregone conclusion for some hours, but we wanted to be able to have a chance to put it up in lights, and there you see it in front of our desk. Exciting things, folks. CNN is now ready to make a major projection. Uh, the Republicans will take control of the House of Representatives. We are coming on the air right now because ABC News can now project that Republicans will take control of the Senate. The midterms, the middle of the president's term, a consequential time for the party in the White House. This year, 33 seats are up in the Senate. All 435 are up in the House. Can Democrats sweep both chambers of Congress in a referendum against Trump? What will this mean for the 2020 presidential election? The history of midterms, the road to 2018, a study of past elections, a preview to the future. A podcast special coming Friday, November 2nd on the Nolan Cleary Network on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Politics Weekly. I'm your host, Nolan Cleary. Politics Weekly is a podcast on politics, news, and principles. This week, Publitarian and I discuss Elizabeth Warren's DNA test, the death of a Saudi Arabian reporter, and more. Politics Weekly. I am here this week with Publitarian. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Uh, so uh, you have your own podcast. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Sure, absolutely. It's Publitarian Podcast, named after my name. <laughs> and um, I talk about news of the day, politics, 
idea. So, uh, now you consider yourself a mix between a Republican and a Libertarian, is that correct? That is correct. That's how I came up with the name. Publicarian. Interesting. <laughs> um, so do you support Trump? Yes. Ah, okay. Um, so, uh... Do you not support Trump? I mean, oh, no, no, it's fine. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. I just... The only reason I ask is I want every... I, I always ask people's opinions on issues so that people know what type of perspective they're getting, you know, they're getting it from. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, so people will know, okay, this guy's a Republican. I'm going to get my news from a Republican source. Or, oh, this guy's a progressive Democrat. I'm going to get my news from a liberal source. But right, anyways, right. yeah. So, do you want to jump right into the news? All right, so uh, we, the, uh, this week Trump, uh, or there was a pastor from Turkey, let me pull up his name, uh, who was released, he was brought back to the United States, Andrew uh, Brunson, he was uh, detained, um, and he was brought back to America recently, uh, he, was, he was freed um, recently. Uh, and Trump welcomed him at the, President Trump welcomed him at the White House. So what are your thoughts on, uh, on that happening? What are your thoughts on uh, what's going on with Pastor Brunson? Okay, well, from what I understand, he's been held over there for a few years. And um, I don't think that Turkey has any inclination to release him. Anything else you want to add to that? Let's see. No? I mean, I, I'm a Christian myself, so anytime there's, like, any kind of Christian persecution, I, <laughs> I like it when the United States uh, steps in and does the right thing. All right. So let's talk about another story this week that was making uh, all the headlines, which was the reporter that was killed. Uh, so... Uh, Right now, um, in Saudi, there was a Saudi Arabian uh, reporter called. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, What's funny is I have my own podcast too, and I was going to cover it, and I don't know the guy's name either. Yeah, yeah, 
the journalist, yes. So, um... I know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess his name was, uh, Kasagi? That's what it looks yes. like his name. Yes, Kasagi. So, um... So, oh yeah, Jamal Kasagi. Jamal, yeah. Jamal. So he was, um... He was the, uh... Primary, uh... He was killed in Saudi Arabia. Um, and, uh... Right now, there's a bit of dispute as to how he died. I think it's kind of been confirmed by uh, that he was killed, he was murdered in Saudi Arabia. Um, but multiple people, or right now, um, a lot of people were trying to, uh, were growing Trump because of this, because they believed that he was uh, trying to put uh, a deal with Saudi, an arms deal with Saudi Arabia, uh, before the death of a man, uh, what were your thoughts on that? Well, in this particular issue, um, I actually kind of, um, wasn't doing my due diligence as, as far as what was going on with it, which is funny, like, Try, try not to. You do it once, but... Anyways, uh, anything else you want to say, or should we move on to our next story? Yeah, I guess move on. Because that was very long-winded for me going, I really don't know a lot about it, but... Yeah. Um, some of the... Yeah, some of the comments on here, dude, I swear. But, anyways... So, uh, this week, a judge ruled in Trump's favor in the Stormy Daniels case, 
the Trump throughout Stormy, uh, Clifford, Dan I believe her name is uh, Clifford Daniels or Daph Daphne Clifford or something yeah, like that. Daphne Clifford. Yeah, Daphne Clifford. Uh, they threw out her case. Uh, they and um, and now Stormy Daniels must pay uh, President Trump's legal expenses. So this was considered a victory for the president, although some people were grilled him over the fact that he called Stormy Daniels a horse face. What are your thoughts on this? Well, my thoughts on this. Um, the, the classic meme that's been going around the internet for a while is that uh, Trump is probably the first person to get money back <laughs> from a prostitute. Yeah. But... Um, I know who he is. Yeah, he was the. For those who don't know, he was a uh, he was a pizza store manager. He was also a candidate for president in 2012. He was a Republican candidate for president in 2012. And, and what he says about Trump is, you don't have to like the tree to enjoy the fruit. And I think that's apropos because there are some things about President Trump that you're not going to be able to change. And if somebody Anything else you want to add, or should we move on? Um, no, I, I think I think we've well covered that. All right. So if you liked that case, you're gonna like, or you like that story, you're really gonna get a kick out of the next story. So Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat from Massachusetts, uh, released DNA results this week um, uh, as a way of proving, or as an attempt to prove that she was a Native American. However, uh, the uh, evidence showed she was very, very barely Native American, or she had, uh, she only had a distant relative who was Native American. Uh, as it turns out, she was one in one thousand and twenty-fourth uh, Native American. Um, some people this uh, received polarized reaction. Some people called Elizabeth Warren a racist and said this jeopardized her 2020 presidential campaign, while others uh, called upon Trump to uh, pay a uh, million dollars to her as he did promise to do so, so long as she uh, provided some sort of evidence that she had Native American uh, 
uh, blood in her ancestry. What are your thoughts on the DNA results? <laughs> well, actually, funny enough, not to carry people towards my podcast, but uh, the, the last uh, episode I did, I, I covered this, but I'll, I'll recap it because it's, it's pretty short. But I think it's ironic that she has one out of 1,024 uh, Native American blood, which makes her wider than most white Europeans in this country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're still with me. Okay. <laughs> so, um, also, uh, I, I sympathize with her a little bit, and, and let me explain that before the Republicans jump on me for saying I sympathize with her. I, I went my whole life, like most of my childhood and adult life, thinking that I was Native American because I had a grandfather told me that I was. And okay. Exactly. So that's that's what everybody's saying, because, I mean, if she was told as a kid that she was Native American, all right, that's not really her fault, but if she, if she used that to get into Harvard Law School, then that's a problem, and if she used that to advance her career, that's a bit of a, an issue. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> the left is having a severe identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's, my, that's my thoughts on that. I, I, I would take a little bit of that, but at the same time, you know, if, if you hadn't figured out by now that you're not Native American, and you cheated Harvard out of how much for a scholarship, and you continue to use that, then no, you're just you're a dirty politician like most liberals. Yeah. Anything else, or should we move on? Okay, let's talk about uh, Gavin McGinnis. So, Gavin McGinnis is an online conservative activist. He started a group called the Proud Boys, uh, and uh, recently, uh, the uh, I think this week, the Proud Boys headquarters in New York City uh, was vandalized. Uh, by anti-fascist protesters, um, uh, Republican uh, uh, New York Republican Party Chairman Ed Cox condemned the vandalization. Uh, however, later on, a video showed uh, uh, two of the members of the Proud Boys getting into fist bu- uh, fistfights with anti-fascist protesters. Uh, recently, two of them have been uh, convicted on assault charges. What are your thoughts? Um, and then also I should point out that Governor Andrew Cuomo, Democrat from New York, is trying to use this against his Republican opponent, Mark Molinaro, Republican from New York, uh, linking him to the Proud Boys in an ad. Uh, the Proud Boys have um, often been accused of bigotry on multiple different occasions. Uh, this issue has polarized multiple people. 
what are your thoughts on uh, on on all this all the story? They were convicted in a court of law, but but you still believe that, uh, or you 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 personally believe that uh, uh, the proud you're saying the Proud Boys uh, they they didn't start it, um, right? in a court of law. Yeah. So I'm... I'm do you think... Do you think the Proud Boys... Uh, do you think they're racist or bigoted or... Anything else you want to say about this, or should we move on? No, we can move on. All right, so the White House Counsel, uh, uh, or yeah, the, the head of the White House Counsel, uh, uh, Don McGahn, has resigned, and he will be replaced by Peter uh, Capalmi, or Capolino. And... Um, the announcement came earlier this week, uh, and or no, not Peter, sorry, Pat Capalone. So, what are your thoughts on Pat Capalone replacing Don McGann? Okay, this will be one of those questions where I'll just answer honestly. Uh, 
<laughs> you don't know. So I just look gross, and I, I, I need to be on camera. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. No, no shame in that. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say on that issue, or should we move on? Yeah, probably move on. I am, I am definitely ignorant on that one. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the next issue surrounding uh, Richard Grenell. So uh, according to multiple news sources, uh, Richard Grenell is being considered for the ne- to be the next ambassador to the United Nations. Nikki Haley previously served the job until she resigned last week. Uh, this, this week it is looking like Richard Grenell, uh, or we don't know, but right now Richard Grenell, the ambassador to Germany, uh, is being looked at as the next uh, UN ambassador. What are your thoughts? Um, well, my, my first thought would be, I really think that Nikki Haley has done an awesome job mm-hmm. as the UN ambassador, and I'm, I'm sad to see her go. Um, I, I can only speculate, but the, the job is probably just <laughs> a lot for her. I can't imagine being in a position like that, but um, I, I, I checked a few news sources on it, and she, uh, I think around six months ago, Trump kind of a heads up and was like, hey, you know, at the end of the year, I'm probably going to be checking out. So I think she just upped her own timetable. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to be sad to see her go. And uh, the first, and so Grinnell, yeah, that's the guy that's, um, isn't he like the first openly gay uh, ambassador or something like that? Yes, I believe he is the top ranking openly gay Republican official. Yeah. Trump is such a homophobe, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my dad said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how, how um, good a job he'll do because I, I don't know how he's doing um, as a ambassador. So I, I can lavish my praise on Nikki Haley and say I'm sorry to see her go, but I don't know enough about the, the possible candidate coming in to make any conjectures on that. All right. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no, we got that. All right, so the Al Smith dinner happened this week. Uh, and uh, multiple different people went. Um, this year, the keynote speaker was Nikki Haley, uh, and she gave uh, a speech uh, in which she uh, uh, talked somewhat about the Kavanaugh hearing uh, while also um, joking about uh, the uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren's uh, Native American test. What were your thoughts on... The Al Smith dinner this year. <laughs> I did not hear about that, so I cannot give you any answers on that, but I would like to know what she said about Elizabeth Warren if you have it. <laughs> yeah, well, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the video real quick. I'll pull up the video. Hold on. Let's see. YouTube. I'll just go to YouTube. Here we go. Oh, that's an ad. Hold on. DJ, Reiki healer. I make and sell my own net cheeses. 
Nikki Haley, last night at the Al Smith dinner. Uh, she was the keynote. I, I mean, it's a real, you go back decades. Hold on, let me fast forward to it. Okay. What? So this year you wanted to spice things up again, right? I get it. You wanted an Indian woman, but Elizabeth Warren failed her DNA test. Actually, when the president found out that I was Indian American, he asked me if I was from the same tribe as Elizabeth Warren. Pretty good. So, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, it, it seems as time marches on, not only are people on the right, they, they have a better sense of humor than people on the left. And, and I think that um, people on the right can just laugh at themselves more, they take a joke. Um, people on the left, not only can they not meme, they, they, they just they can't take, they, they can't process any kind of humor besides, I think, All right, anything else you want to say on that, or should we continue? All right, so let's continue on to um, Governor Bill Walker. So, Governor Bill Walker, independent from Alaska. Well, first of all, I'd like to point out that the midterms are only two weeks away. Uh, that's going to be very interesting. Don't don't forget, I'm going to be doing a, uh, a podcast special called The History of Midterms. So anyway, so let me start from the top. So Governor Bill Walker, anyways, as we were saying, the elections are only two weeks away. Um, uh, so, um, and also don't forget that on November 2nd, I'm gonna be doing a build up to the midterms. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be doing my first podcast special, uh, uh, the ro- uh, history of midterms, the road to 2018, where I talk about essentially the history of the most crucial midterms from past excuse me, years. Um, but, um, uh, right now, um, uh, uh, one interesting governor's race is in Alaska. Right now, Bill Walker is the only independent governor in the entire country. Um, but that may suit, it's, that may soon change. Um, many people thought he was going to have a hard time getting reelected because he, number one, he has very poor approval numbers. Number two, uh, four years ago, he was able to defeat Sean Parnell, the incumbent, because the Democrats didn't run anybody. They were going to, but that candidate combined the ticket with um, with Bill Walker. Uh, and uh, after that happened, uh, after they combined the ticket together, Bill Walker um, uh, agreed. After that happened, the Democratic Party of Alaska agreed to cross-endorse Bill Walker, and that helped him win. But this year, Democrats said, no, we're not going to do that. They instead decided to endorse Mark Begich, the former U.S. senator. Um, So, um, uh, but this week, and most people thought that was easily going to go to the Republicans because uh, Mike Dunleavy, Mike Dunleavy, he's a former state senator. He's running, he is the Republican uh, candidate for governor. Most people thought uh, after 
because of the because of the fact that there was a democratic leaning independent governor and a democrat running that would benefit the democrat um but uh that uh or that would benefit the republican but now that bill walker has uh uh this week what happened was bill walker realizing he wasn't going to win apparently decided to drop out and endorse Mark Begich, the Democratic candidate, and he even said he knew he wasn't going to win, so he dropped out for that reason. So only two weeks before the election, he's dropping out. What are your thoughts on this? Well, um, that's the that's one of the dangers of running an independent. Um, and a lot of times, like if history teaches us anything, you can go back to the the early 90s um, when it was a split ticket between um, Perot and Bush and Clinton and uh, Perot was uh, an independent and people thought it went with his votes were going to go one way or the other and that, that's that's one of the dangers of having an independent is you never know which side that's going to So, do you think that this gives Mark Begich a better chance of defeating Mike uh, Dunleavy, the Republican? It, it could, because now, it, it, well, it depends on how much of the, the vote that Walker has garnered. Right. Um, anyways, anything else you want to add, or should we move on? No, that's, that's pretty much it. I think we covered that. All right, so um, this week, uh, sexual assault allegations came out against uh, Corey, Senator Cory Booker, Democrat from New Jersey, but they're being alleged from a man. Uh, an openly gay man is now claiming that uh, Booker uh, raped him in a bathroom. Uh, what are your thoughts on these allegations, and do you think they uh, could... Uh, hurt uh, or potentially even tarnish Booker's twenty potential twenty twenty presidential ambitions. Well, if we're going to take a cue from the Democrats, we need to believe all survivors. I mean, hashtag believe all survivors. Um, so I, I mean, obviously, what this guy said is gospel, and we have to believe him that Cory Booker did it. I mean, that's that's the Kavanaugh phenomenon, right? Mm. on how the midterms play out, but even then, 
some just like trolling Republican that just wanted to freaking <laughs> stick it to him. But like I said, uh, maybe with this new precedent that like politicians like uh, Trump has set, maybe they will. But I, I don't know. My gut says no. All right. Um, any other thing you want to add, or should we move on? We can move on. All right. So right now, uh. Uh, Congressman Jim Renassi, uh, Republican from Ohio, is hoping to unseat Sherrod Brown in the Ohio Senate race uh, in a state Trump won by eight points. However, currently, uh, um, currently, uh, Mark, uh, sorry, currently Brown, the incumbent, is leading by double digits in most of the polls. Um, so, uh, but recently, Jim Renassi came out saying there are two women that came to him claiming uh, Sherrod Brown, Democrat from Ohio, assaulted them, but he so far he has not provided evidence, and Brown is now threatening legal action against Renassi. What are your thoughts on this? Now, which race was this again? I missed the, first the Ohio Senate race. Uh, currently, Politics Weekly lists it as likely Democratic because of the fact that Brown is leading by double digits in most of the polls. Gotcha. Okay. My thoughts on that are we can't really trust the polls. I mean, for better or for worse, um, Hillary Clinton was a major, just a major lead in every poll that you've seen in the 2016 election. Now, one of the things uh, some people will say about the 2016 election is that the day of the election, uh, Hillary was leading by about three percentage points. She lost, but she ended up winning the popular vote by three percentage points, and they'll try and say that the polls ended up being an accurate depiction, or the later polls ended up being an accurate depiction of the popular vote. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? could live and die by the popular vote and um there's two things uh, about the popular vote one is um where you get if you're getting a high concentration of votes where you don't need the votes like she was getting like in la county and new york and places like that then then it really doesn't matter so that's that's part one it's, it's why we have the electoral college if we didn't have the electoral college new york and la so the Democrats would be fine with that. Yeah. Um, part two of that, um, I just lost my train of thought. Dude, I had a really good one for part two, and it just totally just left my brain. Yeah. But do you think that because it was an accurate depiction, maybe the polls, maybe that shows the polls are more accurate on things, or? Well, now, well, yeah, it can because polls, the certain polls um, were accurate. Like, uh, again, I'll Election. Um, Rasmussen over the old polls that had uh, a more 
you want to say?
Yes. So anything else you want to add to this or should we move on? Yeah, we can move on. All right. So the next, um, the next, the final story we have today before we close is uh, Anthony Scaramucci. Apparently he is writing a book where he bashes John Kelly, the chief of staff. He's saying that John Kelly treated him badly. He said that he pressured Trump into... Uh, into firing him at the wrong time. It's pretty much just a John Kelly hit piece. So what are your thoughts on uh, the book that Anthony Scaramucci is uh, now writing? Anything else you want to say, or should we close off the episode? Hello? Alright, hold on. Alright, anything else you want to say, or should we close off the episode? Alright, so before you go, thank you for joining me. Why don't, before you leave, why don't you tell everybody where you can be found on social media? Uh, where can people find your podcast? Uh, 
Thank you again, sir, for joining me. Uh, have a nice day. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining me. Hey.